Hello, hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode on the KFT Church Podcast, hosted by Apostle Dominic Osei and Prophetess Desi Osei. Here, they share conversations and wisdom nuggets on Jesus, love, marriage, fellowship, and, and everything else you didn't think you needed to know about this walk with Christ. Amen. I want to go back. I want to finish what became a series. It was supposed to be one message. But it ended up becoming three series, three messages. Amen. And today, by God's grace, pray for me that I finish it so we don't have to go back to it. Amen. Else you're going to be hearing it for the next 10 years. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Uh, I, want us to, <laughs> I want us to talk about the power that worked in us. The power that works in us. I'll continue part three. The power that works in us. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 is our scripture we've been using. Ephesians 3.20. Ephesians 3.20. The power that works in us. He said, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Amen. Unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us please be careful of what you ask and what you also think because god answer both your thoughts bible says as a man thinking in his heart so is he god answer your thoughts and so you can see that is why religion doesn't work because you can pretend that you have a form of godliness but there will be no power because within you there is no power Amen. So we should start thinking very well. Think the things that you want to see in your life. Think the things that you want to see in your future. Because it's not just what you say, but what you also think. And I pray for the grace to begin to think about good things. Think about godly things in Jesus' name. Amen. We spoke about so many things. I'm not going to go back to it. Uh, but I want to start from here. The power that working in us. John chapter 14 verse 10. John chapter 14 verse 10. He said, Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the work. Amen. So Jesus said that it is not me. But it's the Father that is in me doing what he wants to do. Amen. He said, believest thou not that I am in the Father. And the Father is in me. Amen. Amen. So therefore, what Jesus was saying that the Father is in heaven and he's speaking his word. And the Father that does the work is the the Holy Spirit within us. Amen. So there's two dimensions of God, right? We have... When you look at the creation, how creation was hap- happened, Bible, there's, a, there's something called, when you go to Bible school, they will teach you something called the, the law of first mention. So anytime something is mentioned in the scriptures, how it is described, you begin to see it throughout the scriptures. So the first time we heard the Holy Spirit, where was he? <laughs> where was he? Was he in heaven or on earth? The law of first mention. When Jesus left, where, where, where is the Holy Spirit now? On earth. 
So that means that the Holy Ghost was, his, his assignment is really on this earth. Bible says, in the beginning God created the heaven and earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the waters. Alright? But the spirit of the Lord moved. The spirit of the Lord moved in heaven. Is it in heaven? The spirit of the moved upon the face of the waters. That means that the Holy Ghost was on this earth moving. Okay? He's moving. And then God spoke from heaven. And say, let there be what? Light. And the God that was moving on earth took the word and manifested it. So the Father speaks from heaven. But the one that does the work is inside of us. And so Paul said that unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly. Above all we can ask or think. Who do it? The one that is in you. He's a doer. Say he's a doer. So the power to do is within you. Say the power within the power to do is within me. Say the power to do is within me. So if you want the God that want that do things to do, He's where in you. So the power that we need to make things happen here on earth is within us. It's in you. See, see, it is in me. Pray that we will know how to bring it out of us. In the name of Jesus. Say, Lord, give me revelation. In Jesus' name. So the Father is in heaven. He speaks the word. And the Father in you does the work. The Holy Spirit. Amen. And the Bible said, Christ in you, the hope of what? <laughs> now, until you cultivate the consciousness that God lives in you, you cannot operate in dimensions of answered prayers. Just, you must be conscious that God lives in you. Before you go into prayer, be conscious that God lives where? In you. So it's not more of the screaming. And I said this last week. We pray, we scream out, we like to scream out because we, we, that's who we are. But it, we are not ignorant that God lives that far. You know, we, we, are, we, don't, we don't think that God is so far that we need to scream at him for him to hear us. That is not the reason why we yell in prayer. Amen. We know that he's here. So even in time of worship, you know that he's here. You see, if you are conscious that God is within you, you worship him more. You've been afraid to go and fornicate. He's like, oh, Jesus, I can't take you to this guy's house. You see, we are not conscious that he's with us, so we do anything. And some of you do it to hide it from the pastor. But you forgot that God is within you, watching you, seeing you, checking your thoughts. Amen. And so the, the reason why people don't have the spirit of the fear of the Lord because they are not conscious that he's there. If he's there, you'll be afraid to do things in his face. Some of you are even afraid to do things in my face. What about God? Now, because I am a person, you can see me. You say, Apostle cannot see this. But if you are conscious that Jesus lives in you, you'll be very careful what you say to people and what you do to people or what you do to yourself. I pray for the consciousness for you to know that God lives inside. Of you. Say he's inside of me. Say he's inside of me. 
So if I want him to answer my prayer, because prayer to be answered, it takes power. And the God that do it is the one that is inside of you, not the one out there. He's the one that is here. The Holy Spirit that the Father that is in you is called the Holy Spirit. The Father that is in heaven speaking is a what? It's God the Father. I know I don't want to confuse you. Amen. Now, never believe God is far. He said, I am with you always. Amen. In Galatians chapter 1 verse 24, Paul said that they, and they, glorif they glorified the God in me. Not the God in heaven, but the God that is in me is who they glorify. And they glorify God in me. He's in here, so they glorify him in me. Amen? Amen? In 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 7. 2 Corinthians 4 7. Quickly. But we have this treasure in earthen vessel. That the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Hey, 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 hey. Pay attention here, students of the word. Do you want to be a student of the word or not? Now, pay very good. He said, but we have this treasure in earthen vessel. The earthen vessel, Bible says we were make, we're made with what? With the dust of the earth. So, so we were made with the earthen, we are earthen vessel, right? We are clay, made. But there is this treasure that is in us. So that the excellency of the power may be of God. So the power that worked in us is not of us, but of who? With that consciousness, you stand before any demon, you speak with authority. You know that it's the power that is working in you is none of you, but it's of him. That is within you, working in the name of Jesus. See, if you don't believe that you carry it, it will never manifest. If you are not conscious that you have it, you can never lay hands on anyone that they will, they will be healed. Your child is sick, you can't even heal the child. But you call yourself a Christian, you carry all these powers. Last week I spoke about high tension cables. Some of you are high tension cable, but there's no power in there. And there's any high tension cable without power, birds play on it. The one that carries power, when they step on it, they are dead. You have a form of godliness. You have a form that looks powerful, but there's no power. And today, by your consciousness that God lives in me, ah, there's power coming upon you in the name of Jesus. Paul, I know. Jesus, I know, but who are you? But I, I thought that he said in the name of Jesus, and the Bible said, at the mention of the name Jesus, every name was what? Bah. But he said the name of Jesus, and the demon said, I know Paul, I know Jesus, but I don't know you. That means that he checked to see if there's any other power attached to the Jesus he said. And he looked to see if the guy even believed in what he was saying. And I said, you, you don't even know what you are talking about. Christians, we must, we must, we, we better grow. The times, you see, the police, when you look at the stories about the, what just took place in Texas, all these little babies, man, this elementary school, it breaks my heart. These kids have not done anything wrong to anyone. And the police are standing there and they were tied in the spirit. 
For one hour, the police couldn't go in to help anyone. While these children, helpless children, were dying. But you understand that there's power somewhere. These are demonic forces tying them down that they couldn't enter. Now, if one of the police were of God and entered the place, you would have seen something change. But they were powerless. So it's not about the flesh. You are, if you are looking for the police to protect you in this season, be careful. It's time that you, you will know who is your God. Who is your God? Because anything can happen anywhere. But those that do know their God, they will be strong and they will do exploits. Those, do you know God? Do you even have a consciousness of him? And today the Lord said that the God that works in you is the one that gives you the power to do. And I pray that you'll be conscious of him in the name of Jesus. Say, oh Lord, work through me in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Say, Holy Ghost, I acknowledge you that you live in me in the name of Jesus. John chapter 7. Verse 38. John 7, 38. He said, He that believeth on me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly. You know, give it an NKJV. He said, He who believes in me, in this, as the scriptures have said, out of his heart will flow rivers of what? Living water. So the belly, the heart, He's talking about the spirit. Anywhere, anytime you are reading the scriptures, you see the word, the heart. He's making reference to what? The spirit. Your mind, your soul, your mind is connected to your soul, but your heart is where your spirit is. So that's why somebody can go into coma. They can blow, their mind will not be working, but as long as their heart is beeping, they have life. The moment the heart stopped, life, spirit has departed from the body. The spirit disconnects. So out of his heart, so when you, any time you want to touch the, the spirit, you touch the heart. Amen. And so when somebody said, he broke my heart, that means he has broken your spirit. Some of you need to be, be reorganized spiritually. You allow the man to enter your spirit and did whatever he wanted to do. But I pray that from hence, may the Lord protect your spirit from any demonic man out there who has been sent to come and break it. Any demonic woman out there who has been sent to come and break it. Amen. The strongest of men cannot take broken heart. Sometimes the women even do better than us. Because for them, they, they can allow themselves to cry it out. Men can't take broken heart though. So don't, don't even try it on them. <laughs> if you want to see how weak a man is, break his heart. Amen. Amen? But that's along the way. So out of our spirit comes what? Life-giving What? The rivers of living waters. Amen. Now there is a well inside of you that can destroy every sickness and every evil. When you understand this scripture, you automatically become a worshiper. There's a well within you. It can destroy every evil. 
it can destroy every sickness amen say it is within me so what can overcome cancer is already in me what can overcome spiritual marriage is already in me what can overcome poverty is already in me what can overcome premature death is already why within me it's a well what can cause my children to be at peace is within me when they come around me that well must flow he said out of your spirit will flow the life given the life given it gives life so anyone that come in contact with you they must experience the well they must experience the life giving water consciousness can you imagine walking around like you carry a life giving water when you shake somebody's hand you say something must happen to that person when people come in contact, when they come around you, they must feel a life entering them. You know, sometimes people come around and say, well, there's so much peace around you. I just want to talk to you. I want to be your friend. Because you, there's a well that is flowing. There's a well. There's a well. You marry a woman, and all of a sudden, your life going well. There's a well of life-giving water within her that is flowing to you. You marry a man, and all of a sudden, your life going well. There's a well. That is flowing. Some of them, you marry them. You'll be thirsty for. You'll be thirsty. Somebody say thirsty. Thirsty. No life. Depression. Sicknesses. Delay. Harassment. Heartache. Heartbreaks. Disappointment. Failures struggle but what can overcome all these things is embedded here he said the power that worked in us see there's a power that works in me see there's a well that works that flows through me that well brings life from today if i pray for you i have the consciousness that there's a life that is flowing out in the name of jesus so whether you are sick whether you are broken you must be healed in jesus name Say a life-giving water flows out, out of my spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive the life-giving water. Somebody receive it. I see grace multiplying now. I see grace multiplying. I see grace multiplying. I see life. I see healing taking place. Anyone watching me that is sick, I see healing coming to you because there's a river that is flowing healing to you. Any evil on the way, I see the Lord destroyed because of the life-giving water is flowing to you right now in the name of Jesus. Be healed. In this sickness, I see healing taking place in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. So anytime you know that God lives here and the world lives here, what you become is a worshiper. You don't take worship lightly. Amen. Now worship is a spiritual system to draw water from the well of salvation. <laughs> so the well is there. Now please pay attention, worshipers. I'm not talking about singers. I'm talking about worshipers. Because you don't need a voice to worship you don't have to be a nice voice to be a worshiper. Amen. 
Worship is a spiritual system that draws the water from the well into manifestation. And so that is why, have you seen Benny Hinn's ministration? There is no demon come out, or there's no sickness come out. It's all worship. And as he's worshiping, he's drawing the, the water of life into the crowd. And all of a sudden, people are getting out of the wheelchair. People are being, the blind is seeing, the, the deaf is hearing. And the one, you see, things begin to happen because it is a system in the spirit that draws the life-giving water out of you. Out of you. Out of you. And so when your child is going away, well, what do you do? Enter into worship. And say, Lord. You know, sometimes by the time you come out of worship, your faith is like here. And you feel like you can cast any demon out. Because you have gone to the place where the well is flowing. It's flowing. It's flowing. Worship. It's a spiritual system that draws water from the well of salvation. Now God said that the rivers are in where? In heaven? Or is in you? So the rivers is not in heaven but it's in you. And worship is what draws it out. And I pray that today you have that understanding. In Jesus' name. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11. Ecclesiastes 3 11. He said, he, that, he hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he has set the world in his heart so that no man can find out of out the work that maketh from the beginning of the end. Amen. Give me the NKJ, NKJV. Amen. He said, he has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in their heart. Say eternity is in my heart. Say eternity is here. That no one can find out the work that God does from the beginning to the end. Hey, the thing is, <laughs> eternity is in your heart. Amen? Say eternity is in my heart. Say eternity is in my heart. Alright, so God has set eternity in our hearts. The rivers of living water is not in heaven, but it's in where? Our hearts. What can solve our problem is not where? In heaven, but it's where? In our hearts. You know, other people teach this, but they teach it from a different dimension. They teach it without the God factor. Say, so, yeah, everything is us. You know, they teach about man. But they don't know that there's a power that works in man. That is the power of God. That is the Holy Spirit. They, 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 they neglect that part. There is this treasure in the earthen vessel. They forgot about the treasure. Amen. May the Lord help us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You see, God has set eternity. God has set something in you. That is very mighty. But you only carry it 
by the size of your cup. And the cup is your faith. So you can only take out by the size of what? Your cup. And your cup is what? Your faith. Eternity is in you. What can solve cancer is in you. What can solve marital problems is in you. What can solve that poverty is in you. What can solve that sickness is in you. But you can only pull out by the size of your cup. And the cup size is your faith. So it is you according to what? Your faith. It is unto you according to your faith. Your faith. Your faith. So if you have small faith, you experience small God. But when you have big faith, you experience a big God. According to the power that works in us. Today may your faith increase. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This river of living water can flow into your marriage. You have a marital problem. There's a river that is about to flow from you. It can flow into your finances. It can flow into your children. I pray. You see, the Bible, the Bible says, as a mother, so is a daughter. And so if, if your children don't turn out well, we got to check where they were getting that water, the river from. What was flowing to them? Amen. So, so therefore, we have the responsibility for the sake of our children to behave well. All of us. We must behave well so that our children will behave well. Because what we are doing will affect our children. You've seen it several times in the scriptures where the children were punished for the sake of the fathers. Amen. So you are not going to school just for yourself, for your child. You are not coming to church just for yourself, for your child. They must see you being a good servant in the house of the Lord. They will follow after. You never go back to your house and talk about church issues in front of your children. You are feeding them poison. And that poison will poison you yourself. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, I want you to believe that there is something in you. Say, there is something in me. Say, God lives in me. Amen. And if you have received Jesus Christ, then God is in you. Has everyone here received Jesus Christ? If so, then say, God is in me. Say, if God is in me, then why am I sick? If God is in me, then why am I poor? If God is in me, then why am I falling and failing? Now, what can I do for God, for the God in me to show himself? This is what we are here to give you. There's a power in you, but how can I get that power to begin to work? What can I do? Say, what can I do? Number one, don't doubt his presence. You are a carrier of God. Say, I am a carrier of God. Now, there are four places God dwells. And I'm going to mention those four places. The first place God dwells is God dwells in heaven. Say, he dwells in heaven. Second place, God dwells in his word. 
Third, God dwells in praises of men. If you're a praiser, God is always with you. If you're at home and you book in before the Lord, he's there. When you are praising, he's there. When you are worshiping, he's there. Just be a praiser. Just be a worshiper. And then the last thing, the last place God dwells is God dwells in the heart of believers. Not the heart of Christians, but the heart of believers. If you believe, he dwells in you. Say, he dwells in me. So number one, he dwells where? In heaven. He dwells in where? His word. He dwells in where? Praises of men. And he dwells where? The heart of believers. Amen. And that one that dwells in believers is not the small God. Because some of you think that the Holy Spirit is a small one. The fullness of God dwells within you. Have you forgotten that God is a spirit? Say he's a spirit. Amen. And so the fullness of God is what dwells within me. Me. Me, a mere man. There's, there's this treasure. That treasure is the fullness of God. So when I show up, God shows up. It is all, you see, it, it, the cup that we have is the problem. The faith is the problem. The belief that he's there is a problem. From today, may no devil stand before you. May you be a torment in the face of devils. May no witch be able to smile when they see you. May no witch be able to play around you in the name of Jesus. Say, God dwells within me. Say, the fullness of God is in me. In the name of Jesus. John chapter 14 verse 23. John 14 23. But Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words. And my father will love him. And he will come unto him and make our abode with him. If a man loves me, he will keep my words. Right? And the fact that you have kept the word, the Father will love you and will come unto you and make his abode. Your house will be the house of God. Your, your body will be the house of God. You will be able to house God the Father. Say, I will house him. The more we keep of his word, the more he dwells in us. Who wants, to, who wants to see God working in their lives? Then keep God's word in your heart. David said, I will keep your word so that I will not sin against you. If you have the word of God in you, you are conscious that God is here. So you will not do things that will hurt him. Oh Lord, help us. If you know that he's here, would you allow him to watch pornography? Holy Spirit, let's watch pornography. Would you? You want God to join you when you are watching pornography? Do you want God to join you when you are fornicating? Do you want God to join you when you are gossiping about men of God? Do you want God to join you 
when you are masturbating, he's there. Have you seen the picture? One of the books that we write, who slept with me or who did I sleep with? Uh, the, demon, the demon was standing next to the person while the person was having sex. Was it, is that right? Yeah. It's a demon that was on top of this young lady. And there's all the, all, I see another picture where somebody was masturbating and the demon was just waiting. So anytime you are doing spiritually, you are wide open. You are being watched. Amen. The Bible said, don't grieve the Holy Spirit that is within you. Don't grieve him. When you open your eye to see this, you are allowing the Holy Ghost to see it. And you grieve him. When you open your mouth to gossip, you are allowing the Holy Ghost to, to see you gossip. And he grieves. You grieve him. It gets to a point he leaves you. So some of you, some of you used to sin and you used to feel bad. The, the feeling bad was a good thing. You know why? That is the Holy Ghost touching you and telling you what you are doing is wrong. Stop it. He was crying through you. And you kept doing it. And you kept going to the Lord, Lord, forgive me. Now you do it and you don't feel it. He said, yeah, you, you have done, you do it and you don't feel the guilt. That means he has left. And so that apology is nothing. Because the Bible says godly sorrow leads to repentance. There's no more sorrow. You don't even feel bad. You just slept with your boyfriend. You don't feel bad. And the enemy make you think, well, he's going to marry me anyway. That devil is a liar. That sorrow, that godly fear, that godly sorrow, it, sorrow is not coming anymore. That means that the Holy Ghost have left you. You're on your own. If God does not show you mercy, you will end up in hell because you keep sinning. You'll be very comfortable with your sin. And then the next thing is Jesus appear and you are nowhere to be found. Ba -ba -ba -bum. The trumpet will blow and I'll be the first one out. Myself, my wife, my children. <laughs> and may I see you when I'm there. First class. Yeah, not, not economy. We, we want the first class ticket to heaven. Amen. Say, oh Lord, I want the first class tickets to heaven. What I said, you better say something. There's power here. We are declaring what we want from the Lord. When it takes off, may we not be in the economy. But may we be in the first class. Being served very well. Giving us options in the food and drinks. And, yeah. Amen. So know that God lives in us. So what is the power that works in us? Now this is the message. Number one, the power at work in us is a dimension of God that we have captured by faith in Christ Jesus. The power that works in us is a dimension of God that you and I have captured by our faith in Jesus Christ. Hmm. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19. Do you get what I just said? The Bible said that unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that works 
in us. And I said the power that works in us is a dimension, number one. It is the dimension of God that we have captured through the faith in Christ. He said, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us, Lord, who believe according to the working of his mighty power. So who is... Don't rush, don't rush. Pay attention very well. He said, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who what? Believe. So there is a power that we receive when we believe. That means that we have caught a dimension. We have caught a revelation about God and we believe it. It is where the power comes from. Did it make sense? So, how I see God may not be the same way you see God. Because God is only going to move in me the way, the kind of revelation I have about him that I believe. So if I believe God to give me money to pay for my house, and you are believing God to give you good credit, we will see God giving you good credit and giving me the money. You get it now. So the dimension that we catch from God by our faith in him, is the power that works. So if you see me moving in debt free, that means I have caught a dimension of God. I've caught him in that area and I believe Jesus in that place that he's a debt free God. And so therefore, I start walking in that power. If you see a lot of healings in my ministry, that means that I've, I've caught a dimension of God concerning healing. And so I begin to walk in it. If you see the prophetic, you, that means a dimension you have caught. So there's a, it is according to the power that works in you. It's according to your dimension. What you have captured. What, you, what is your revelation about God? So Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, they knew me as God Almighty. But my name Jehovah, they did not know. There's a dimension of me that Abraham and Jacob and Isaac did not know. But you, you, Moses, I'm revealing it to you. Hey. God is giving us the responsibility. The responsibility for him to show himself through us. If you can catch it, you begin to see that power move. Say, Lord, help me. Say, Lord, help me. To see you in a dimension. And believe it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So there are Christians who cannot be sick. <laughs> By the faith that they have captured in God that God is Jehovah Rapha. That is, is what they walk in. So they can boldly say to you, I can never be sick. You don't go and say the same thing. Because you did not you did not catch the same revelation. You get it? So you can boldly say some things because there's a revelation attached to it. You believe it. And so that becomes a power that works in you. Somebody can say, I can never be poor. Because something. Because something. Because something. Because something. 
He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all other things that others, all things that others are dying for, things that people are laboring for will be added to you. It's a dimension, but the church has not believed it. Did you catch that revelation? No. You are believing more in what you can do. So some of you, when you get a job, your work in the kingdom decrease. Because your revelation is that I got to work. Yeah, we want you to work. But he says, seek ye first. Some of you get married and we don't see you. Because all you were looking for, for a man to put a ring on your finger. And the next thing is you are out of sight. When somebody calls you, yeah, we, have a, we have a leadership, we have a, um, a group meeting. Uh, my husband said, my wife said, you've forgotten what brought you the miracle. You've forgotten what you did to get to where you are. Seek ye first. Amen. So, if you want to see healing, you have to see God as Jehovah Rapha. You have to catch, catch it by faith. Amen. There are Christians who cannot be poor, I said. Because they see him as Jehovah Jireh. So, the dimension of God you capture by faith is what becomes the power that works in you. The dimension of God you catch by your faith is the power of God that works within you. You know, recently I started praying, said, Look, we need, I need to see God as the one that raises children. It's a dimension. I want to see him that dimension so that now that I'm stepping into raising children, I will encounter him so that I can raise the children in the way he wants me to. You, you get it? So at the dimension of faith, the dimension that you see him is the power that comes out of you. The power that worketh in us. If you believe that, our sister said that none shall be what? Without, without a mate. It's a dimension. But some of you don't believe that. And so, so, so it's according to your belief. It's according to what you have captured about God. It's according to it. He said, thou shalt not borrow. For the borrower is a slave to the lender. I said to myself, let's attack debt like an enemy. So we take cash and say, let's go and buy a land. It's a foolish thing to do in America, isn't it? Somebody say, yo, that's a dumb move. I can care less about your dumb move. I'm fulfilling divine instruction because I understood that things move in the spirit and spiritual laws you can never break. And so the American system can tell me, I'll give you free money. It's not free. You want me to pay double. At the end of finishing paying, you are paid double of what you gave me. So it's not me being free. You are want to enslave me to work extra, extra, extra to pay you. But the Lord said he doesn't want me to be a slave. So I said to the Lord, we cannot do your work by becoming slaves. So if you want prayer city to be built, give us the cash. We don't even want to talk to any banker for nothing. We want the cash to do what? Somebody say it is a dimension. 
are there other churches that will go and say, let's go and get a loan? Am I lying? Get a loan. But we believe that the one that we serve is able to give us the cash. $1.5 million property bought with cash. Somebody say cash. May that grace fall upon you from today. Say, I will not, I'm not not believing God for good credit. Some of you have been praying for good credit for a very long time because you are in the system of the world. But today, jump into the system of the kingdom and God will start giving you cash in the name of Jesus. It may not make sense, but it will make signs. Signs and wonders will begin to happen. Money will begin to fly towards you from anywhere, from somewhere. And you'll be like, how did I even get the money to pay it? You understand that God rules in the affairs of man. In the mighty name of Jesus. Receive that grace. Say, I receive it. So don't be dead cautious. Believe that God is able to give you. In the name of Jesus Christ. So question is, what dimension of God have you captured by faith? Church. Church. KFT. What dimension of God have you captured by faith? Those that, will, those that are watching me, what dimension of God have you captured by faith? Do you believe that God is able to deliver you? Some of you, the reason why you are not delivered because you, God is waiting for you to see him in that dimension. And so when we pray, pray, pray and nothing is happening, the thing goes and it comes back because you yourself don't believe. Amen. Now, faith does not mean Faith does not mean that the enemy will not try you. You see, you see, you, you don't understand faith. Faith is a man sleeping in a boat while the boat is about to flip over, but he was chilling. That is faith. Somebody say faith. Faith, <laughs> faith is a man saying that we are not careful to answer you, oh foolish king. Our God is able to deliver us now, number one. If he decides not to deliver us, we will still not bow. That is faith. And they ended up putting them in what? In the fire. But the faith that they had turned the fire to an air condition. So which means that the challenges will come. But your faith will cause you to stand. But some of you, when you have the faith, maybe you pray, we just got healed. We just got delivered. And then you start doubting, doubting, doubting. And the enemy show up again. And you lose the faith. Oh, the, the thing we prayed about has now, look at me, I've lost my job. Look at the sickness has come. Look at me, that demonic attack has come again. No! You must stand strong. Bible talks about the fight of faith. You must fight to stand. And say, devil, it is already settled. We don't care about what you do extra. It is already settled. I remember when we were praying for mommy. And the doctors, that's when the doctors were coming to all kinds of things. <laughs> I told Sam, Sam, tell mommy it is already settled. Because the prayer has already gone ahead. And we knew that, that after those prayers, we knew that it's already settled. No matter what they are saying, 
Mommy will come here and testify. And so you can even tell, we were not calling her. He said, it is already said, it's not the time for me to move in fear. Calling her every day, Mommy, how are you? How are you? No, 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 no. It is already settled. That is faith. Because when you have it, the enemy will try. But you must tell the devil, devil, you're just wasting your time. Yeah, I just prayed about this spiritual husband. He showed up. Eh, you're just wasting your time. You, you just, you just wasting, because I'm not moved. Say, I'm not moved. I'm not moved. Yeah, you, you, if you like, show up, because you have already been defeated. I, I'm done with you. Yes, you, and the moment you start moving like that, that's it. But when it comes and you lose, you say, oh, I can't believe it happened again. Uh, my prayers are not. And people get like that all the time. I've been fasting, I've been praying, and then you lose the faith, and then boom, the demon come back again. May the Lord help your faith to be strong. Say, Lord, help my faith to be strong. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, there are people that have believed that their body can never reject. Somebody reject the child. My wife used to say that. She said, my body cannot reject. That is a dimension. That as long as the Lord put a baby here, I cannot lose the baby. And there are several times that we've had a baby that she bled. Yeah. She bled for a couple of days. And we went to the doctor and the baby was intact. Why? Because a dimension has been released and she has caught it by faith that this body cannot reject. So, see, see, you thought that when she said it, the blood will not come and try him. Because you'll be judged according to every word you say. So the fact that you said that, the enemy will also try you. And to see if you truly believe in what you said. Some of you see blood and your first thought go, miscarriage. Why don't you say that my body cannot reject? And you are not saying it just to say it, but you truly believe it. You have faith. And faith makes you bold as a lion. You say, Satan, I'm not moved. Uh -uh. Oh, what, what makes a man come home from ministry and his wife said to her, their first pregnancy, that I have miscarried. And a doctor cousin of hers have tested her and said that yes, there is a miscarriage. And the man walked in and I've read Exodus chapter 23 verse 25 or 25, 23, 25. And he said, thou shalt serve the Lord thy God and he will bless your bread and water. He will take away sicknesses from thee. He said, none shall miscarry nor be barren in the land. And he said, the number of thy days healed from it. That was the day that he caught that revelation. Can you imagine? So when he entered the house, the wife said, I have miscarried. He said, it cannot happen. Can I have my food, please? Somebody said, it cannot happen. No, he did not baby the, the wife. He didn't say, oh, babe, I'm so sorry. No, he said, it cannot happen. Please, I need my food. And he said, that day, they did Bible said they didn't even pray about it. Guess what? The pregnancy stayed. Amen. 
it is according to the dimension. We must catch it. What is the dimension that you have concerning God? What is your faith? What, what, what revelation do you have? If you don't have it, don't expect it. The power works in you. He says, unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly, above all that you can ask or think, according to the power that works in you. And he said that that power is the dimension of God that you have by faith in Christ. The question today I'm asking you, what is that dimension that you have? What is that revelation that you have caught concerning him? Number one, that is the first power. If you don't have it, search for it. Begin to find God in certain dimensions. Certain dimension. If you believe God, that God is the one that makes you have your mate. <laughs> See? <laughs> and, and one day you also come here and testify that you will taste of my wedding cake. Then, then God will show himself as, that, as such. But if you don't believe, you'll be sitting here and you'll be witnessing people's testimony every year. I'm telling you the truth. Amen. What dimension? What dimension? Amen. One thing the first is, he said, the Lord spoke to her and said, I will not allow your body to reject the body, uh, reject the baby. And she believed. Somebody said she believed. Some of you don't believe the word. Somebody don't, some of you don't. But today, may you believe. I say, may you believe. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If the Lord say he will fight for you like he said today. Me, you see, you, 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 it's a dimension. Maybe for you, it just firstly just spoke anything. But for some us, for some of us, it is a revelation we just caught of him. That I'm even expecting some of my enemies to be dead tomorrow. Anyone contending with me, they will fail. They will fall. Because God said that he will strike them dead. He said, tomorrow by this time. Tomorrow by this time. Tomorrow by this time. Tomorrow by this time. Put, put Joshua 11, 12. No. 11, is it 12, 11 or 11, 12? 11, 12. Put that on the screen. Let's see what God said. Tomorrow by this time, my goodness, some deaf, some witches, some, some, some occultic powers, some enemies in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. He said, and the Lord said unto Joshua, be not afraid because of them. This is the Lord. He said, don't be afraid. He said, for tomorrow about this time, I will deliver them up all slain before Israel slain they will be dead before you i said they will be dead before you i said they will be dead before you any enemy of your soul any enemy of your family your children your loved one your marriage your finances your health today in the name of jesus we enforce the word of the lord that tomorrow by this time 
they will be slain somebody said they will be slain say they will be slain say they will be dead before me you meant it for evil but God meant it for good they will come and bow to you I said they will come and bow to you for no weapon form against us shall prosper they will never prosper they will fight you but they will not prevail against you somebody said they will fight me but they will not prevail say they will not prevail say they will not prevail my god does it let them die one by one They want you buried this year. I declare, let them be buried. Whatever they wish for you, let it go to them seven times. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, do you believe that God is able to do it? Oh, and do I have some believers here? You see, does it, it changes everything about preaching and declaration. Because if I'm declaring that you truly believe, it changes everything. Sit down, please. We are tired of religion. We are not here to fake it. We need the power of God to move. And so therefore, we need to see God in dimensions. From today, begin to see him in different dimensions of your life. He said, I am what I am. I am what I am means that I am what you want me to become. If you want me to become this, I will become that. If you want me to become that, I will become this. You see, you, you, you see God in dimensions you want to see him. And you begin to move in that dimension. In the name of Jesus. Now, do you know that when you come to church, you capture a dimension of God? Today, you just capture the dimension of God. By the word that was released, you have caught, a, you have seen God in another dimension. Even the testimony of our mother has given you a dimension in God. Coming to church is not just for life. It's just not for you to be looking good. No, it is a dimension that you are catching. Every day, you come here and say, Lord, I need to catch a dimension of you. So every service, you come here with an open eyes, with an open heart. I must live here with a dimension of God. And that is the power that will begin to work in you. You step back to your workplaces and power is flowing out of you. And say, ah, this person is different today because she came to church and she caught a dimension of God that you cannot touch me while I'm in this workplace. That if you try me, you are dead. You, are, you will be buried if you even try it. You walk in there with some boldness because you caught God. You saw God in a dimension that no one can touch you. Receive a dimension today. There are many dimensions that is being released in this atmosphere. And I pray that you will not miss it. Don't leave here with an empty head. Some of you after church, we ask you, what happened? They say, uh, Pastor preached very well. So what, what, what scripture the pastor <laughs> take no notes. Bad students. 
Amen. Number two, the power that works in us is the grace of God that we operate in through faith in Jesus. So the first one is what? It's the dimension of God that we have captured by faith in Christ Jesus. The second one is the power that works in us is the grace of God that we operate in through faith in Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10. It said, and by grace, and by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Paul said, it is by the grace of God that I am what I am. But I labored more. I labored more. I wrote more of the books. I preached more than everyone. But he said, it's not because of me, but by the grace. Somebody said grace. So there's grace of God that is working within us. And not all graces are the same. Amen. I said, not all graces are what? So in Christ, we don't have the same measure of grace. And those who have obtained greater measure of grace will manifest greater measure of God. Those who have what? Greater measure of faith, of grace, will manifest greater measure of God. So it's according to the grace that we will see that God works in you. Paul said, it is because of the grace I received that I am able to labor more than them. That means the grace that was upon me was more than what was on them. Amen. Say grace. Say grace. Now, if you want to be greater, you must place a demand on more grace. Say more grace. Now, anytime you come and I'm teaching you the word of God like this, what is happening is that your, your grace begins to increase. Say, my grace increases when I come to the church and listen to the message. And when grace increases, glory increases. Amen. So committing yourself to the teachings of your shepherd will increase graces upon your life. If you really want to catch the grace of anyone, it is through their messages. It's through their preaching. When you sit under a man and you allow yourself to be connected, the only way it happens is by, by, by being a good steward towards their message. That means anytime you come, you, 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 you sleep with it, you shower with it, you, 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 you eat with it, and all of a sudden you begin to see a flow. It's like a pipe. It connects. And then it's flowing towards you. So I can tell who is a son and who is a daughter by the grace that is working in them. So it's not more of what you tell me. I can see the grace that is in me flowing in you if you are truly connected. That is how it works. You, get, you see now. And so any lazy person cannot be a son. Because you, you don't have the time to sit and listen to the, what I'm saying. It's not me walking with you. I can walk with you 24-7. You will never receive any grace from me. 
But those that are, there are people that are not here in this country. They are in Ghana, they are, they are in Jamaica, they are, and they are pulling the grace through the message. They, every time they are sleeping, they, they are pulling it. And the people that can sit here, they will never receive that grace. It happens all the time. Amen. What, what was the difference between Peter? How would they know that Peter walked with Jesus? Even that young girl, how did she know that this guy was a new Jesus? Because he has, when somebody is your disciple, eh, the word disciple means they sat under you. You baptize them with your messages. They begin to have your mind. They begin to have your spirit. And so when they saw Peter, they said, no, this one has been with Christ. This one, he has been with Christ. This one, this one, this one. Can we say that about you? That you, you have been in Christ. Can you say, that, oh, this one, that she, she looks like she goes to KFT. Can people say that? <laughs> you see? Somebody say grace. So the power that works in us is the dimension of grace that is working through us. Some of us have the grace to do certain things. Because it's not by your mind, it's not by your power. But it is by the grace of God. It's by the Spirit of God. Amen. So commit yourself. Commit yourself. It will increase the grace over you. And that grace is what will cause you to now manifest in certain dimensions. In Jesus' name. You see, our sister says something. That the anointing, you know, that should be quoted, you know. The anointing you don't honor will not spice your life. It is a grace. She's talking about grace. That when you honor the grace, the grace begins to rub off you. So if there's grace for godly marriage here, the moment you honor it, it begins to rub off you. you. You understand it? If there's grace of healing here, the moment you honor the grace, it begins to rub off you. If there's a grace to pray here, the moment you honor that grace, it affects you. But if you are the one gossiping about the grace, you will never walk in it. Somebody say, Lord, help me to increase my grace. In Jesus' name. Today I see graces, people increasing for the word. You see, anytime you come and a message comes, it kind of builds you up. What is happening is God is increasing your level. He's increasing your grace. And now some of you are bored. One day, one of the sisters were telling me, he said, Pastor, I don't bother you so much now because I know what I have to do. When, when we get to that point, that means that the person is now growing in grace. So the things that she used to be afraid of now, she said, I know what to do. I know what to do. So I don't bother you guys too much because you've taught me enough now for me to be in a place where I can confront that devil. And I pray in the name of Jesus that that will be your story. In the mighty name of Jesus that you will receive the grace to confront anything that is confronting you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say, I receive it. Number three. The power that works in us is the possibilities of God that is made available to us by the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Say the possibilities. Say the possibilities. John chapter 16 verse 12 to 13. John 16, 12 to 13. He said, I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. How be? 
How be when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Somebody said the Holy Spirit. Say the gift of the Holy Spirit. You see, I said that the work that the power that works is the possibilities of God that is made available by the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit gives gifts. And those gifts are the dimension that people walk in power. So there are things that my wife can do because of the gift that the Holy Ghost has given him. Hey, you, you get it. And there are things that I can do because of what? The gift. So the gift becomes the power that I'm walking in. You get it? So it is according to our gifts. So you may be gifted in, in worshiping. That is a gift. It's a dimension of power you walk in. So you see that most of your healings happen through worship. Some of us, most of our healings happen through what? Prayer. It's a dimension of grace, dimension of gifts that he has given you. The prophetic. She don't need to pray to see. You get it. Because it is a gift. So you cannot be jealous of a gift because it is given. Whether you like it or not, it is what? Given. You can sleep while she's, she's sleeping. It can come. Where she's not even thinking about anything about, and then it comes. Why, 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 why you are eating, it can come. It's a gift of the prophetic. Some of us carry the gift of what? Healings. It is already there. Even when you have not prayed a lot, you can lay hands and somebody will be healed. You, you get it. It's a dimension of the Holy Spirit. It's a ministry of the Holy Spirit working through men through the giftings. So that is the third power. The power by the revelation, the dimension you catch. One And the second one is what? What? The grace of God. And the third one is what? The ministry of the Holy Spirit. That is worked by the gifting. Somebody said the gift of the Holy Spirit. Say spiritual gift. So there are people that have the ministry of administration. It is a gift that the Holy Ghost has given to them. No matter what you do, they carry it. You can be jealous as much as it's a gift and they do it with excellence. Receive your gift. I said receive your gift. In the name of Jesus. Now if you... The only way to, ma to, to manifest those gifts is through worship. And so even in the prophetic, the more you worship, the more you see. So the more we are worshiping the Holy Ghost, the more those gifts keep coming. And, and people get those gifts even in worship. So if you really want to receive a gift from the Holy Spirit, don't take worship lightly. I'm telling you. God can release on you the gift of the prophetic through your worship. Day, may we take our worship on Friday I show you a dimension that even a, 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 a heathen king before he appears the things they do now you talk about the king of kings and we worship him by just casually standing and no 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 no. when it's time to worship today when I entered here I sense a different atmosphere of worship and, and the moment this church starts moving in deep worship you begin to see the gifts manifest. Some of you carry it, but it has not manifested because you take worship lightly. 
He's a king. He comes by worship. Before a king enter the place, the things they say and they have people walking around like climbing away, like you know. And I saw somebody chewing the head of a chicken in his mouth, doing all kind of diabolic things, and blowing some, you know, those white smoke. Basically, they worshiping the king before he appears. This is what is in front of the king. So anytime you are worshiping God, have that in your mind. I'm making God come. I want God to show up. So everything that I have to do to make sure that he appears, that is the posture we must have to make sure that he appears because every worship we have in this house, God must be here. If God did not show up, that means we did not do it. We just sang. We just performed. And we just stood there and listened to the sound. And we must go we must have a mindset that he must appear. And when he appears, he comes with gifts. God begins to give gifts when he shows up. Dimensions begin to change when he shows up. And so as a church, for many years, we should be seeing more prophetic graces moving. We should be seeing more power gifts moving. More healing gifts. More kinds of, all kinds of graces begin to work. If we take our worship seriously. Some of you are only happy when things go well for you. And those are the people that fail the test. You say, Lord, help us. And so we must take our worship seriously if you want to see that dimension of spiritual gifts. And when the spiritual gifts come, all things become possible because of those spiritual gifts. That is the power that works in us. Amen. 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 So worshiping, worshiping God or worship God as a possibility because you are activating possibilities. Amen. Anytime you worship God, you are activating possibilities. Don't play with a worshiper. They carry the presence. They carry the presence. If you like, before you go on an interview, go into serious worship and enter there. You see that you carry him there. Carry him. If you like, when you wake up in the morning, spend time in worship before you appear. You pray and you worship. You begin to let the day, the day will be much better. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. You must learn to worship God. Some of us are weak because our worship life is weak. If you want to enjoy possibilities, worship. In the name of Jesus. And don't only worship when you come to church. Make worship a lifestyle. Amen. Create an atmosphere of uncommon worship in your house. Because the Holy Ghost is a mansion. And some of you have only entered one room, which is tongues. Did you hear what I said? He's a mansion. And we've only entered the tongue-speaking room. And there are many rooms that we have not entered yet. But the moment we begin to worship, the other rooms start opening for us. Different gifts begin to operate. Some of you, if you're prophetic, you, you stay in that low level. Remember the, the anointing comes, you are the anchor level. You are not giving us any deep prophetic. 
not taking us into deep. You are still very low. Worship more. Worship more. Draw the grace from worship in Jesus' name. Now, how does the power work in us? How does it do? By believing. Somebody say, by believing. Now, if you don't believe, it does not work. Amen. Say, if, you are, if I don't believe, it will not work in the name of Jesus. Now, believe means to accept that God has done what he says he has done and to expect that God will do what he says he will do. Accept and expect. Somebody say accept and expect. Say accept and expect. If the scripture said that God is my healer, I accept it and I'm expecting my healing. Amen. Where doubt, where there is doubt, there is no belief. If God said, I will fight for you, accept it, and I'm expecting it. I don't, you see, if God said, I am healed, I'm, I'm accepting it, I'm expecting it. If God said that I am delivered, I am accepting it, and I'm expecting it. Some of you question your deliverance because you have not accepted it. And the fact that you have not accepted you keep not, you are not expecting it. But if I accept something, that means I'm expecting it to happen. I'm not waiting. I'm tired of waiting, I'm expecting. There's a difference between waiting and expecting. Expecting means I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward that tomorrow it must show up. I'm expecting it. I'm putting expecting on it. Expect. Expect. Expect that it shall be well with you. Expect that the marriage is coming. Expect that the child is coming. Expect that money is coming. Expect. You, you walk like somebody who has it because you are expecting it to be there. When you don't expect you move in fear. That means doubt is there. And where there is doubt, God cannot manifest. No job, but I'm walking around like here. Yeah. I got it. Somebody say, I got it. Because I'm expecting to have it. When you don't have it, you, you, when you are in doubt, you move in fear. Oh, so, so how am I going to pay my rent? So, so how are we going to pay for the children's school fees? And you are moving in fear. 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 Yeah, I understand women, I understand that a woman likes uh, uh, what's that? Uh, security. Yeah, but sometimes, sometimes it's lack of faith. Your lack of, your, your saying that, oh, I'm a, a woman loves security. Sometimes it's lack of faith. Maybe you didn't pray. But if you, if you have a relationship with God and God has made some promises to you, and that it shall be well with you in your marriage. You enter marriage, no matter what is happening, God spoke to you and you expect that this marriage it shall be well. We will be millionaires. We will move into this. You know what I mean? There are things that I mean, honestly, there are things that she prayed for that me, I'm just enjoying too. You, you understand that? <laughs> because no matter what state I was in, there are things that she was expecting for God to do. So no, if God does not do it for me, he has to do it for her. It's a whole message. You, you understand that? So it's not more the pressure on me. The pressure is on her too. Because God promised her, she's believed because she had the relationship with him. Some of you come with no relationship with God to know what God said. So then you put the pressure on the man to do be your God. He cannot be your God. He cannot be your God. 
You understand? There are things she's enjoying because of what I pray for. We must come in there with an expectation that this is what God said. Yes. This is what he said. And we will both begin to see it. I would say the expectation of the righteous shall never be cut off. It's just a matter of time. That man that nothing is happening, it's just a fruit. It's just a tree. It's very dry. But next year by this time, there will be many fruits and many branches. Many fruits and many branches. Because we have received it and we are expecting it. Receive it. Expect it. Say receive and expect. If the scripture says that God is my healer, I accept it and I'm expecting it. <laughs> Say no more doubt. Say no more doubt. A believer is always expecting something good to happen. Non-believers don't expect any good thing to happen. And fear is a symptom that believing is absent. Anytime somebody tells you they're afraid, that means they believe, they don't believe. Amen? So fear is a symptom that, that believing is absent in your life. So from today, I curse every fear in the name of Jesus. Say no more doubt. Say no more doubt. And fear is provoked by darkness and ignorance. If you, if you don't have the belief that God told you that you will have children, you will never miscarry. If you, don't, if you never had it, then it will happen to you. But you, if you know that God said that, and you caught it in his word, and you believe it, there's no way fear will enter you. Some of you are afraid because you don't have a word. But the moment the word shows up, it builds that faith. And you say, I am unmovable. I cannot be moved. Say, I cannot be moved. Say, I cannot be moved. Because I know what he said to me. Say, it's just a matter of time. Because I'm expecting something good to happen. In Jesus' name. So, if the power that works in you is small, it does not mean that the God that you have is small. It means you have a small faith. Increase your faith in God. Amen. Amen. In Mark chapter 11 verse 24, to receive a spiritual to receive spiritually you must you must receive spiritually and and in manifest and accept no, and manifest it physically. So you receive before the manifestation. Amen. He said therefore I say unto you what things soever ye desire when ye pray believe and ye receive it and ye shall have them. So if you don't receive it you will never have it. So we receive Spiritually, we have it physically. Two dimensions. So when I say receive it, you, you, you may not have it physically. It's a spiritually. You accept it. You have, you're receiving it. And then physically, you accept it. You shall have it. So to have it is a physical. To receive is spiritual. Say, I receive it. Say, I receive grace. I receive multiplication. I receive multiple doors opening. 
and receive increase. As you receive it, you will have it. As you receive it, you will have it. Say, I receive peace in my marriage. Say, I receive peace in my marriage. Say, I receive peace in my home. Say, I receive peace around me. In the name of Jesus. To receive is spiritual. To have is physical. Amen. In Mark chapter 11 verse 23. Mark eleven twenty-three. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Amen. Amen. That means doubt kills our prayers. If you doubt, your prayers is already negated. There is no fear after prayer. Say there is no fear after prayer. That means stop doubting God after you prayed. Say it is settled. Yes, you must believe that it is settled after you are prayed. You don't walk in fear and doubt after you are prayed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In James chapter 1 verse 3 to 5, he said, if you, see, if you doubt God, you can never receive from God. Anyone that is in doubt can never receive. See, if I doubt God, I will never receive from him. Uh-huh. So the reason why you are not delivered because you are doubting God that he's able to deliver you. Amen. Amen. Okay. Do you know why people... Usually, when we say, you are accepted Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, they come up <laughs> because they have doubt concerning their salvation. And so they feel like coming up more is worth secure them. No. The fact that there is doubt, you have already negated your salvation. If you believe in your heart and confess. So you never really believed so if I say that, are you born again? You are doubting. Eh, 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 eh. It's a problem. Some of you, we need to check your salvation again because you never truly believed. And anywhere doubt is, you can't receive anything from the Lord. We are saved by grace through faith. Grace through faith. Grace through faith. Yours, grace but no faith. Mm. Negates. Amen. <laughs> Say mercy. Say mercy. Amen. So if you are the one that have been coming out more, that means you need to grow your faith. Because sin dominates a man who has not grown in grace. And so the fact that you keep coming, that means you are, your faith level is low. And today, may the Lord help your faith. In Jesus' name. Now, what hinders the flow of, of power is unbelief. Somebody say unbelief. So unbelief will hinder the flow of your power. Amen. Now, do you know the Bible said that evil company corrupt good character? Some of you need to stay away from some people. I'm telling you. Amen. Now, Mark chapter 6, verse 5 to 6. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yes. Jesus Christ could not do any miracle. Because of unbelief. Can you imagine? Bible says, and he could, he could then do no mighty power, mighty work. 
save that he led, he lays his hand upon few sick folks and healed them. Even God himself couldn't do much because the people did not believe. So unbelief will kill the power. Amen. Amen. And when the devil wants to hinder the power of God from flowing in your life, he will corrupt your atmosphere with unbelief. The worst thing is to have a group of friends who have unbelief. When you are sharing your dreams with them, they can kill it right there. They can just kill your dreams by unbelief. Even when you get healed, they can say, oh, are you sure? Those people, you got to be careful. You cannot be friends with a certain group of people. Amen. Amen. Don't be contaminated with some friends in the church. Why are you giving? Why are you giving? Why are you giving? <laughs> Amen. Now, in Mark chapter 8, verse 22 to 26, a story here, very interesting. Bethsaida was full of unbelief. Let's look at it. He said, and he cometh to Bethsaida, Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him and besought him to touch him. So Jesus came to Bethsaida and they brought a blind man to him so that he can heal the blind man. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. Now, this is very important now. Okay? And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw out. And he looked up and he said, I see men as trees walking. After that, he had put his hand upon him again. His eyes opened. Uh, he, made his, he, made, he made him look up and he was restored and saw every man clearly. And he sent him away to his house saying, neither go into the town nor tell to anyone in the town. Now, this is Bethsaida full of unbelief. Jesus mentioned that Bethsaida was so much unbelief that when he went there, they brought a blind man to him. And he said, because of their unbelief, I need to take you. Come. Let me take you out of this place. Took him out of the town. And even the guy had unbelief. There's no one in the Bible that Jesus prayed for twice. Now, because of his unbelief, he spit, touched his eyes, and he said, look. He said, hmm. My unbelief says, I see men like trees. <laughs> see what's happening. And Jesus prayed again for him. And now his eyes open clearly. And look what Jesus said. He said, don't go back to that town. Because there's a whole group of people here. When you enter, because of their unbelief, you will lose the miracle. And so, look, put that last one, verse 26. Put it on the screen. Look at it. He said, Jesus, and he sent him away to his house. Say, neither go into the town. Don't go there. Nor tell them. Because they will kill the, 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 the miracle. There are people that are waiting to kill your miracle. That is why sometimes, even when we are giving, say that give it right there. Because once you get home, there are people waiting there to kill it. They will kill your desire to give. But sometimes it may be the giving that through which God will want to bless your life. And so be careful who 
is your friend. Be careful who you're on the phone with. Even within this church, be careful who talk to you. Because there are some people, they are out there, and they are just doing damage. They are out there to fulfill satanic agenda. They will kill your faith before your faith arrives. I remember somebody came in, and one of the people, somebody was here, saying that, yeah, this church, they are very cliquish, and it began to damage the church before the person even know the church. There are people here. Or, or they are very judgmental. They, they will find some way to make you like, hey, I don't want to be part of the church. But this church is not like that. But they will find ways. And by the time you realize your faith here has been, it's gone. And if you are here doing that, may fire come upon your head. Oh, I declare fire on you. May you be evicted by fire. I said, may you be evicted by fire. See, don't play with your faith. Don't allow any family member to, you see, when it comes to your faith, you don't joke, you don't allow, no, no, nobody should tempt it. And you see, if you don't believe in what God is using me to, I don't associate myself with you because you will kill me. You will kill what I'm doing. Mike, you can go back. Not the town, but go back to KFT. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we have to be careful who we associate ourselves with. Amen. You can't be walking with friends that speaks against men of God. And you are a follower of one. Be careful. Amen. Evil company corrupts good character. They will contaminate your belief in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm almost done. I'm done. I don't want to preach this again. Amen. So bear with me for the next two minutes. You can't be walking with friends like this. Amen. What does someone says? Blessed is the man that do what? Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of ungodly, nor standing in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of discomfort. Now, this is very powerful. That means that don't allow emotions. Somebody say emotions. Don't be emotional about your destiny. Do not be emotional about your destiny. I don't say it's just my sister. It's just my brother. It's just my sibling. It's just my friend. They're leading you to a place that you should not go. Don't be emotional. Say, don't be emotional. Cut it off. For blessed is the man that walketh not in the way of ungodly. Oh, it was my cousin's uh, birthday. We had to go to the club. I love my cousin. I have to be with her. She was smoking, but I know it's her birthday. And we are just chilling. Say, Lord, have mercy. You need to change. You need to be around people who that challenge your faith. That's what you need. And also, stop watching movies that kill your faith. 
All right? Your company will affect your mind and your behavior. Jesus separated a guy before he can do a miracle. Can you imagine? He said, I can't do the miracle here. I need to bring you out. I need to take you out of this family first before I can deliver you. The certain deliverances you can't do while they are still there. God has to find a way to bring you out. And once you come out, then the deliverance will take place. Some of you are too attached to the thing that is killing you. So, so, so he's like, no, I need to bring you out. <laughs> the reason why some people have not been delivered, it's just this common thing, though. And I know it's deep. It's a whole message. But that area is the issue. There's something that is killing. If he doesn't bring you out, he can't deliver you. So he said, come out of this place. And after you're done, don't go back there. But too emotional. I'm emotional. I got to go back. You know, I love this person. And then by the time you realize the sickness is back, the demon is back, and you have nobody to blame but yourself. Don't ever say that he never told you. I told you today. <laughs> Amen. How do you, one minute, how do you release the power? Number one, Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4. You have to declare. Somebody say declare. Say declare. Where the word of the king is, there is what? Power. And who may say unto him, what doest thou? So it is about time for us to speak and declare the word. Amen? Say declare the word. Say I cannot die. Say I can't be barren. Say I cannot miscarry. In the name of Jesus. Even when you are seeing the blood, you say, I cannot miscarry. That is power being released. When you are sick, you say, I am healed. When you are poor, you say, I am rich. When you don't have a job, you say, I have one. It's just a matter of time. I'm waiting for them to send me the invitation because that is my place of work. You speak. Speak what you want to see. I keep saying I have to live 120. And I keep saying my wife, it's 120. And therefore, I have to speak it. I cannot speak anything else. There is no what ifs. Don't give me what ifs. I'm speaking what I want to see. Because some of us, listen, the power is in our mind. The Bible said life and death is in the power of the tongue. If I want to see 120 years, and I keep saying it, you'll see, keep hearing, 120, because Moses was 120. In the book of Genesis, the Lord said, a man shall live 120. This 70 thing, it was David, I don't know where he got it from. Because now 70 is very young. I must live 120, not in weakness where somebody is helping me on. In strength where I'm still preaching at the age of 120. Somebody say strength. Declare it. Don't say, you know, when I'm 90, I'm going to be weak. No. Don't say when I'm 70, I'll be weak. Say, I'll be strong. Moses was so strong, the Lord had to command him. Moses, I know you, nothing can kill you, so go and die. He had to be commanded. Bible say, and there he was full of life. Abraham, full of life. May it be you. What you want to see. Don't say I will miscarry. 
don't say what if i miscarry say i cannot miscarry don't say if i get sick say i cannot be sick say it say it say it in the name of jesus say i cannot be poor say it say it say i cannot be oppressed in the name of jesus 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 bible said the word of god is sharper than any two-edged sword the word of god is like a hammer it breaks rocks as you are declaring it, i see the limitation age limitation that is upon your family being broken every day you are breaking it every day you will not lose your spouse whether your mother or your father lost your spouse that will not be you you declare it every day by faith and not by fear yeah your mom divorced but not you you declare it every day that i will stay with my husband uh, to 120 till we die hey we will enjoy life together divorce is not my portion i said divorce is not my portion premature death is not my portion i can never be a widow i can never be a widower in the name of jesus yeah one of your friends were delivered she died so what you declared i can never die giving birth we cast away every fear say i cast away every fear speak it say wherever the word of the king is he didn't even say wherever the name of the king is he said where the word is that is where power moves i see power moving as you declare that next year some of you need to meet your husband this year and he has to propose to you next year oh, so you don't believe it you boldly declare it every day yes you look at your ring finger yes somebody wherever you are i call you forth you put a ring on my finger you touch your womb hey womb you will carry a baby i say you will carry a baby in the name of jesus you speak the word lay hands on your children before they go to school and say none shall you say you say you say you say the lord will not allow anyone to do you wrong yeah he reproved kings for your sake i declare that over you when you declare the power moves because now you have released the word of god over the kids so if any teacher or anyone with a gun is entering they cannot touch your children because he said he will not allow and wherever the word of the king is there is power there is power there is power there is power kft receive that power i receive that power in the name of jesus in the name of jesus and whatever you expect and you don't declare will never be established stop being a, a dumb church member or believer be a one that speaks the word whatever you are expected begin to declare it 
Say, I will never be sick. Say, I can never be sick. Say, cancer will never enter my body. Say, diabetes will never enter my body. Say, say high blood pressure will never enter my body. Say, no deadly disease will never enter my body. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, I will be healthy. In the name of Jesus. Say, divine health is my portion. 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 In the name of Jesus. Last time you were speaking about Kenneth Copeland. At that age, almost 80. Strong. And still doing ministry like a 30 year old. That is a kind of, you see, the grace is there. The church needs to see it and begin to declare it. 120, you are strong. 120, no deadly disease, no accident will take you out. Say, no accident will take me out. Say, I will live. I will be strong in health. In the name of Jesus. You will never lose your mind. Is it Alzheimer's? Will never be your portion. Your mind will be intact. At the age of 120, you will be sharper. In the name of Jesus, I see the grace and the spirit of Caleb coming upon you. He said, give me this mountain. Ah, at the age of 80, he said, I'm ready to fight because I feel the strength of a 40-year-old. May that be your portion. Oh, may that be your portion. May that be your portion. You'll be strong. Whatever the word of the king is, there is power. And if the king lives in you and you speak, he's the one that speaks. And he will release his word. And that's why we are dangerous. Human beings is a mystery. So be careful what you say because God is waiting in you. And what you say is established. Yeah. If you don't want it, it does not happen. The dominion mandate was given to you. What you open your mouth to say is what you see. So from today, you start looking at your children and speak over them. Speak the word of the king over them. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Even when it comes to the church, look what the Lord said to Moses to tell Aaron. In, uh, I believe, uh, Numbers chapter 6, verse 23. Look what he said. Put it on the screen. He said, Moses, tell Aaron, this is what he should say over the people. He says, speak unto Aaron and unto his sons. Talking about the priesthood now. Saying, on this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel. This is how I want you to bless them. Blessing is not me giving you money, guys. Blessing is me speaking over you. He said, that is why we honor men of God and they blesses us. He said, this is what you should say to bless them. Look at it. Say unto them, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Next. And they shall put my name upon them, upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. When you say that, then 
my name will be upon them and I'll bless them. So the blessing come as, as we declare, as we speak. Speak over your circumstances. Speak over your children. Speak over your marriage. Speak over your health. Speak over your future. Speak over your spouse. Speak over. Speak. Somebody says speak. Wherever the word of the king is, there is power. What you don't declare, you will never see. Begin to declare some things. Just lift up your voice. Speak from the place of power. There are certain situations you must begin to speak into. Come on, begin to declare. Begin to declare. If you want to see good, speak good. Yes, speak. This is your time to shine. You've heard so much. It's time to pray. Speak. I pray for the grace of Moses that I will be strong at the age of 120. In the name of Jesus. I declare it. I'll be in good health. I'll be in good health. At the age of 120. Strong and still doing the work of God. In the name of Jesus. I will not die prematurely. I will not die prematurely. Hey, Kadadadabasa. No cancer will enter my body. No prostate will enter. Prostate cancer will ever touch me. No disease. No cancer, no high blood pressure, no diabetes. I can never be sick in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Somebody speak. I will never bury any one of my children. I speak in the realms of the spirit. I will not bury my wife. Speak. There shall be peace in my home. My children will be under divine alignment. They will fear the Lord. It shall be well with them. They shall be the best in their class. Speak. They will be ten times better than their colleagues. Every one of them will fear the Lord. Every one of them will be used by the Lord. Declare it. 
KFT to the world. Branches all over the world. Make an impact. Bring in a manifestation of the kingdom upon the territories, upon the people. Favor is our portion. Favor is our portion. Speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. Wherever the word of the kid is, there is power. 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 A dimension. A dimension of God. I will never be kept. I buy this with cash. I cancel that. The healing anointing is part of my ministry. The work is a miracle. Signs and wonders is part of the ministry. The prophetic grace is working. The power gifts are working. The destiny of men and women in this ministry are open. Yes. Testimonies. Declare the word. Declare the word. Declare the word. Speak over your situation. Speak over your marriage. Come on. Speak over it. Speak over your children. Your loved ones. Speak. Wherever the word of the king is, there is power, somebody. The Lord said, He has made you a king. You are a king. 
You are a king. You are a royalty. Royal priesthood. Royal priesthood. In the name of Jesus. Do you know that you are a king? We have the king of kings and you are a king. And so wherever the word is going, there's power. Somebody say power. Power. Say power. Power. Lift up your right hand and declare this after me. Speak from the realms of your spirit now. Because you are declaring it to the atmosphere. Say, I decree. I decree that good news, that good news shall, not cease shall not cease from my home. From my home. Say, I decree. I decree by the power, by the power in, the in the name of Jesus that throughout this month throughout and, this beyond, and beyond, I shall be congratulated in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, I decree that everything that has been marked impossible in my life is made. Possible, possible by the power, by the power of, the Holy Ghost. of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Say, I shall begin, I shall begin to, experience to experience another dimension, another dimension of, greatness of greatness in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, I decree that from today, all my answer, all my unanswered prayers are answered in the name of Jesus. Say, I speak. I into my womb, into my womb. That, has that has been locked for years. Be open. Be open. Be open. Be open. Be open. In the name of Jesus. Say, I decree freedom for my womb. In the name of Jesus. Say, I shall be celebrated in every place that I have been rejected. In the name of Jesus. Say, I shall be celebrated in every place that I have been, have been rejected in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Say, I declare, I declare that good things, that good things shall, begin shall begin to happen, to happen in, my in my life from this moment. From this moment. In, the in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, I shall live. Say, I shall live and not die. In the name of Jesus. Say, long life is my portion. Good health is my portion. Breakthrough is my portion. Good fortune is my portion say it shall be well with me say I am rich say I am rich say I am healed say I am healed say I am powerful in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus say my children are blessed say the fruit of my womb are blessed 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 Say, I will not bury any of my children. Say, none of my children will die before their time. In the name of Jesus. Say, long life, good health is the portion of my children. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, I shall live 120 like Moses. In the name of Jesus. In good health. In good health, in good mind, in the mighty name of Jesus. Say favor is my portion. Say joy is my portion. Say peace is my portion. Say love is my portion. In the name of Jesus. Say any spiritual gifts 
that has been hijacked. Today, be released. Be released. Be released. Be released. Be released. Say any fruit of the spirit that has been hijacked. Today, be released. Be released. Be released. Be released. In the name of Jesus. Say, I declare, I declare that the promotion, that the promotion I, never I never expected or the success, or the success that, seems impossible, that seems impossible is released in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, I declare the portal of blessing, a breakthrough is open in my life. This month, this month, this month, next month, next month, throughout the year, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say, I decree an overflow over KFT in the name of Jesus. Say, overflow. Say, overflow. Say, let the doors of KFT be open to the world in the name of Jesus. Say, let there be an overflow. Overflow in membership. Overflow in finances. Overflow in children. Overflow in grace. Overflow in healing. Overflow in testimony, overflow of man and woman of God in Jesus' name. Somebody shout, Yes, Lord. Say, I decree, I decree and declare, and declare divine, protection divine protection over my leaders, over my, leaders, over my, pastors, over my pastors, over my pastors, in the name of Jesus. Say, divine protection, divine protection, divine protection, divine protection, in the name of Jesus. I decree, I decree that no one with a gun, no one with a gun will ever, will ever shoot around me. Shoot around me in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say wherever I go, may God arise and may every enemy be scattered in Jesus' name. That will be your portion. Wherever you go, God go ahead and scatter them. Yes, Lord. If witches have gathered on the road, they get scattered. If accident is on the road, scattered. If straight bullets are, are on the road, scattered. Anyone, any evil that will come around, may God arise and scatter it. May you walk under divine protection. Yes, Lord. Today, you know the power that is in you. Begin to speak more. Speak. Stop complaining and speak. Stop crying about it and speak. Stop seeking prophetess and pastor all the time and speak. Give a clap of hand to the Lord. Amen. 
again, your hosts were Apostle Dominic Osei and Prophetess Leslie Osei. We hope you were blessed by this conversation and gained insight. Please be sure to connect with us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at Kingdom Full Tabernacle. Until next time, God bless you.